Welcome back to FBF1. I'm Ryan Silverstein. I'm here with my buddy Ian Kimball. F yeah. I was waiting for the second part. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just sticking with FEF for right now. Because right, right, I also right. got slipped up because I was gonna be like F yeah Hungaro ring, F yeah hungry, <laughs> and like I just so I just stopped the F yeah because it covers all the bases. F yeah. Uh, so in case you can't tell we're two americans who <laughs> like to bullshit about formula one Hell yeah. uh, we have a good time we've both had just long weeks and lemon it's wednesday so oh, uh <laughs> let's get to it ian do you want to talk about the fun uh hypothetical question that we're going to tackle tonight or do you want to talk about the news first uh let's talk about the news first because that right. hypothetical is going to be a blast and i am very opinionated on it so am i and i'm okay, great. very i have a lot of ideas uh, fantastic <laughs> so first the news one the rumor is going around of uh valtteri Bottas, his people talking to alfa romeo mm-hmm. uh, that's like the word in the garage so to speak uh the rumor is that one or both of the alpha drivers will not be in that seat next year anyway, whether it's Kimi retiring or Giovinazzi uh, moving on to other things by his choice or not his choice. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think personally that that is a good, that would be a good move for Valtteri Bottas. I'm very curious to see him as the number, the unambiguous number one driver on the team. And I'm kind of just assuming that Kimmy would be retiring at the end of the year because they would ask him, like, hey, Kimmy, like, do you want to drive, like, the new car and learn, like, all the new specs and whatever? He would just be like, no. 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 He just wants to fucking sit down and drive. He doesn't want to do this shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, Again, I think both Kimmy and uh, Bottas would make an amazing uh, all-finish 24-hour team. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think this would be a good move because I have a feeling George Russell is going to be in that seat unless Bottas wins like the championship. Yeah, unless he comes back from the summer break and suddenly, shockingly, just dominates the second half of the season. Like if he, if we find out he sandbagged the first fucking eleven races <laughs> yeah. and then comes in and just like burns like it becomes a battle for a second between max and lewis and everybody's like what's valtteri doing at that point like yeah they'd keep him but i think that's that's pretty much what would have to happen i think even him finishing in second place now which is not gonna fucking happen no. um i think even him finishing in second place wouldn't be enough yeah i think i, I think it's a done deal um from the mercedes side because mm-hmm. it just makes too much sense to have both Hamilton and Russell uh, on the same thing. Yeah, you know, you know, and, uh, get that sort of transition mentor. Yeah, it makes it really interesting. That makes it a very, very uh, interesting dynamic for them. Um, and I think, you know, we've talked about it a hundred times, but the pressure coming off of Bottas and going to another team uh that seems like it has the possibility for success. I mean, Kimi Raikkonen does pretty well in that Alfa Romeo mm-hmm. for a decent period of time. Uh, and they're not super far off from where uh, the other three teams are in that like weird, you know, mm-hmm. second tier midfield pack. 
in terms of like time and, and finishing place in race. So maybe Valtteri with a little less pressure on him is exactly what that team needs. Yeah. A little Gasly effect, you know, new, yeah. new specs where like, who knows, maybe alpha comes out of the gate next year and like is race is competing with Alpine and, uh, you know, alpha Tauri and, uh, the other one that begins with a, um, Aston Martin, um, <laughs> you know, and before the last couple of races, I've been like, oh, maybe, maybe Bottas moves to Alonso's seat. Like maybe Alonso came in, you know, kind of helped yeah. Alpine kind of get steady. Maybe he's only going to do a season, but you know, it seems like Alonso might be here to stay for a, se- for a season or two. I mean, he's looking really good. Alonso looks tough, man. Yeah. Um, and I think that the real wild card, see, because it's the thing, as far as driver seats go, uh, there is a lot of questions. You know, it, it is a lot of, you know, I do think Bottas has some good years in him. I don't mm-hmm. think that, I don't think he's done being an F1 driver. Um, and I think he's got a lot of racing left. Uh, and you look at where Fernando is, and you look at, I mean, if Giovinazzi can't swing it uh, or if they decide to get rid of Mazepin, which I don't, um, you, you have like guys like Ilya that's coming up from F2, who's just yep. like a stellar driver. Like there's mm-hmm. stellar F2 drivers coming in. Um, I A part of me wouldn't be surprised to see Yuki get dropped and Albon come back and get yeah. that. So the but the wild card to all of this is what is the new car gonna do mm-hmm. and i think that's the real gamble here like that if if that car is designed the way they say it is to make the cars more racy and to make it so they're easier to follow and easier to pass and easier to kind of handle around one another then i don't know man we might uh you know which driver is in which seat is either going to make a huge difference or make less of a difference than we think. And it's going to be about who's more capable of passing and blocking and defending and, and really racing with one another. If this new car is doing what they say it's going to do. Yeah. And I'm not going to say any more about that because I don't want to drag Bottas too much because I feel like that would be mean. Yeah. I'm not trying to drag him. I think we, I think, I think we all know what we're implying there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know yeah uh, the other quick news item i wanted to mention just a quick check-in on the health of max verstappen oh i i know what you're gonna say and i love this article hit me he did on what was this over the weekend mm-hmm. he did a 24-hour esports race yeah yeah which is i mean that's just badass like yeah I just, I really, you know what? I will say, other than his one Instagram post that we talked about last week, uh, I really feel like Max has uh, handled this situation the best that he possibly could by mostly not saying a whole lot. And that's his job, right? And, exactly. And his exactly. job is, uh, because the thing that uh, I'm learning in in the very low tier movie stuff I'm doing is, something that these guys are learned are dealing with on a, on a much, 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 much higher level is that there are people to handle this shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? 
there are lawyers and there are managers and there are people to handle this shit. Your job is to drive the fucking car. Right. And only bad things can come of whatever social, anything that's not Max Verstappen being like, I condemn the racist language used against uh, Lewis Hamilton. Yes. Anything other than that can only make, can only, only has the potential of downsides. Like there's no potential right. upside. You know what I mean? Like right. the only way to guarantee is just to keep your mouth shut and do your job. Yeah. And so like, I commend him for doing that because I think as a still, you know, relatively young person who has a lot of passion, clearly, who has a lot of emotion writing on this F1 season, I think him just being like, you know what? I got to make sure that when I get back in that car that I can do everything I need to do to yeah. beat him on the track and just close the door on that issue. So I totally commend it. I think it's amazing to do a 24 hour simulator race. Like that just seems insane because, you know, for anyone who hasn't seen what these simulator rigs look like, like this isn't Max Verstappen sitting on the couch with some pedals and like a, yeah, uh, he's a not Nintendo hunched Switch. over. Yeah. He's not hunched over in front of his fucking desktop in a, a comfy ass computer chair the rigs that they sit in are like i want one real bad <laughs> it has like six screens and like like it's really the choice of like you know ian when you get your netflix deal do you buy a sim racing rig or do you buy a mclaren like sim a, racing an actual rig. like an actual car like you a, know for real like yeah for real car yeah dude those things are uh legit as fuck and <laughs> super dope and i want one bad and I want you to know that I will buy two so that you can come yeah. over and we can fucking race them. And that would be the shit. Oh, dude, I will be one of the people that just lives in your house. It would be so great. It would be so great. <laughs> you won't even know that I'm there half the time. And that's fine. Because, yeah. yeah. You'll have like some like palatial like Will Smith house. Hell yeah, dude. Hell um, yeah. Like I, I heard a story on, I think it was in the Blank Check podcast and somebody was telling that like they went over to Will Smith's place to like give him script like script notes like an update or whatever and like they like welcome him in he's like oh yeah you want anything to eat and he's like chef comes over he's like yeah like you know can i can i make you something he's like oh yeah actually like i had a really like small breakfast like can, can i just have like some some eggs and the guy's like oh what kind of eggs do you want he's like oh scrambled he's like no i mean like do you want chicken do you want duck like <laughs> they just like had multiple species of egg <laughs> just like, be in, like dinosaur Right, like, uh, where, where does that list end? You quail, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And he was just like, okay, you have too much fucking money, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's uh, yeah, man. That's gangsters, fuck. But that being said, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have two sim spots so that you can come over and we'll fucking yeah. ying ying the shit. It'll be great. It'll be so great. Yeah, uh, if you if you like hold on to that rig too tight and you like go into the wall and you don't like let go of like you can break your wrist driving. They'll fucking snap your arm around. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They're they're the real deal. It's it's as close great. as you can get to being in a car. And I think that that's fantastic. Um, All right. So now so now for the fun. Unless you had another news thing you wanted to, to mention. Uh, no, I did just want to I don't know if you listened to um the uh the uh beyond the grid podcast where they talked about um nikki lauda's fiery crash oh i didn't get a chance to listen to that yet How yeah was that? dude um it, it's been 45 years 45 years since he uh survived that crash um uh, which is just incredible to me um 
the the crash was actually it's going to be on the 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 anniversary of it is on race day oh okay so they'll be talking a lot about it yeah august august 1st 1976 um which it's weird that 76 is 45 years ago but that's another uh that's another yeah when we start to getting years that like i was born for and then years that like i remember it's gonna fuck me up and i'm not looking forward to it yeah yeah it's very strange um so yeah so uh that's pretty i think that's pretty exciting if you get to listen to that beyond the grid it's it's cool um i think that it's fascinating and really rad just because he survived and then went on to like keep winning and and continue being nikki lauda um obviously is a badass yeah obviously the event itself is horrible but um (laughs) But it's also like extraordinary because it's like that motherfucker not only lived, but then like went on to almost win the championship that year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely have on my list to, to check that out. And yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they do a bunch of stuff on Sunday. Uh, I'm sure which... they will. Shout out to the movie Rush. That shit fucking rush. <sighs> Dude, I might have to watch that like this week because yeah. that is so good. That, that it, it was like that movie... And then drive to survive or like my stepping stones to being like where, yeah. where where I am now. Yeah, it's interesting because I didn't really watch any F1 movie. Like I hadn't seen Rush before I saw Drive to Survive. Like Drive to Survive was a random fucking day that I was alone and I was like, huh, okay. And threw it on. And that first Danny Ricardo episode, I was like, this is amazing. And uh, and then from there and talking to you and shit, it was just like, oh, I need to watch like 30 different fucking movies. Yeah, yeah, because I, I saw Rush in the theater. I reviewed it. It was one of my favorite movies that year, and I probably like it even more now than I did then. And I was like, yeah. oh, it'll be cool to, like, like, I should watch an F1 race just to see, like, how good the footage looks. And then, like, Drive to Survive, like, popped up before the season started, and I was like, oh, shit, like, the, the footage in this is, like, I turned it on just to see, like, oh, I'll watch, like, some cool race footage. And I immediately was hooked in with yeah. that Dan Ricardo episode. I was like, I, I'm all about this. I, yeah, I would die for this 100%. Sport. Um, so, our fun topic for today. Oh, when you text me this, I was like, yes. <laughs> should there be motorsports in the Olympics? And should it be an F1 race? Like, It's like two questions. Because one, my proposal would be like, the easiest way to do it would be to make a stop on the F1 calendar as close, whatever track is closest to the Olympic host city. But uh, in addition to being a championship race, uh, the country, like whoever wins that cut, like they get a, you get a, the podium people get a gold, silver, bronze medal. Mm -hmm. And it counts toward the country total. So like Lewis Hamilton wins, that's a Great Britain gold medal. Right, right. So that would be like the easiest way to do it. But I don't want to just do it the easy way. I don't think it's easy. Well, I don't think it's easy. Here's the thing. Here's a, okay. So what do you propose? I think we have to talk about like what the, what the rules of this are. Yeah. So do you remember, here, here's my proposal. If like I'm going like full on blank. Cause at first I was like, oh, we'll just like graft an F1 race into the well, see. Okay, so I want to be clear. You're talking about F1. Mm-hmm. 
my question was should there be a race a a car right. race oh no no after that then i was like oh no here's what we need to do okay. do you remember the like irock series of course dude of course i remember IROC. that's what this needs to be yeah every yeah. driver from ev- it's open to any driver from any circuit all the cars are the same right that's important that's an important rule number one the car has yep. to be the same Yep. And in saying that, I'm going to throw this out there. It can't be a Formula One car. No, it can't. It. I would almost want it to be like an indie car where it's like this weird hybrid of open wheel and not quite open yeah, wheel. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I picture it kind of looking like um, like the the Super GTs or yep. almost yep. like how the, how the Formula E car looks, how yep. it's like... How it's, like you're saying, that hybrid, like kind of open wheel, kind of not. Um, because it can't be a Formula One car. It was funny because right before you text me, I happened to go on a diatribe about this at work uh, <laughs> to people who did not want to listen, but were forced to because they can't go anywhere. And I was like, the thing is... <laughs> I'm just imagining like rolling up with like a whiteboard and you're like explaining like you're like this I was, is why this won't work and, exactly this- because I was like the thing is and I brought up because we brought it up before I brought up the whole Jeff Gordon thing of like the guy yeah. not being a joke he can't drive a fucking Formula One car you can't just be a race car driver and right. get into a Formula One car I think that the guys who race in the 24 hour of Le Mans probably all of them are extraordinary drivers. Yep. 98% of them couldn't get into a Formula One car and race it. Right. Especially like, and I'm sure a bunch of them could, including Jeff Gordon, if they had six months to train and practice and all that kind right, of stuff, they right, could get right, there. Because right, right. there's a lot of like physical training. Yeah. Just the neck exercises alone, like that takes time to build up. Yeah. So it has to be something that like any professional racing driver can basically like jump in and drive. Exactly. Because the thing is, and here's the kicker. If you give them a year to train, right? It's like, okay, you're in NASCAR, you're a GT driver, you're a, a Moto yep. Grand Prix. Yep. Um, you're going to be in the Olympics. You're going to represent the country. You're Hungarian because only one, one driver from each country. Uh, two, which means, I, th- I think it should be two. I think that's too many. But you, but you got to do heats and like sprint races. So okay. then you narrow so, the so field. We narrow it down. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. You start with like you can start with like a hundred drivers, and then okay. you do like a sprint race. You do heats, whatever it is. And then we're getting get ahead of ourselves. Like, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so drivers from countries. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but two, two. I think more than two is like excessive. It's becoming a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But the kicker is right. If you throw like you give just for the because we've been saying his name for the sake of the conversation you give jeff gordon a year when he was in his prime give me mm-hmm. a year and it's like hey bro you got to take a year off of nascar you're going to train for the fucking olympics you're racing an f1 car and he's going up against lewis hamilton right. he's gonna not only lose he's gonna get lapped like twice yeah. he's yeah. gonna mazapin the shit out of that car not because he's a bad driver but because he's racing an f1 car against the greatest f1 driver Oops. ever he might not Mazepin. Pull Latifi. Pull Latifi. Let's, let's give him some credit. Fair, fair. I was a big Jeff Gordon fan. <laughs> so yeah. was I. Love yeah. that guy. So he'll he'll Latifi. For Much sure. respect. He'll finish. Um, it just won't be exciting. Yeah. So to your point, I think the cars have to hit like a middle ground. 
Yep. There has to be like that IROC level or like the, the GT or like the sub open wheel, something mm -hmm. where it's like, this is a unique car. They're all the same. Yep. And, and everyone gets the same amount of like a lot of practice time. Like you can yep. do all kinds of stuff to make it as fair as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody is the same across the board. Uh, and you gotta, you gotta level that playing field. So it's like, this is a car like Lewis Hamilton's a great driver. This is a car that he's not as used to, and these other mm -hmm. guys are just as fast and just as talented. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that we have the car situation figured out, yeah, go into your heat stuff. Yeah. So if you have two drivers from every country. Let's say realistically, there's like 20 countries that have like really top level racing drivers. Sure. 20, 25, something like that. So you yeah. start with like 50 drivers. I think 50 is a good starting point, you know, and then you have heats. Like you do it, you could do it F1 qualifying style, uh, like traditional where it's just like, you have to set a time and the top 20 guys get in and that's, that's it. Yeah. Um, it could be, you could do heats. So you could do like sprint races where you, you sort of like divide up everybody at random. And then like the top 10 from each sprint race mm -hmm. gets onto the final grid. And then, mm -hmm. you know, the fastest, your fastest lap time in the sprint race determines your ultimate grid position. Um, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. It depends on how much time everyone had, you know, is willing to, to put into this and how much track time they get. Um, so that, so that's where I see, because I really, I would love to get, you know, like you have Lewis Hamilton and like Lando Norris representing Great Britain and you have right. Carlos right. Sainz and Fernando Alonso representing Spain. Like, and you have, um, I'm trying to think of who else, you know, well, like, you know, Leclerc pops in from Monaco. <laughs> I don't know if they have any other Olympic sport. They're like, we have this one. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to look, uh, I think but they do. Italy, you have Giovanni and like, we're, I mean, we're talking about just F1. We're forgetting. Right. IndyCar. IndyCar um, and GT and Moto, you know. Uh, by the way, uh, Monaco has six athletes in the 2020, uh, the, the current Olympics that are happening right now. Doing uh, what? They have a woman who does uh, athletics. What the hell <laughs> is that? Um Cool. Oh, it's like track and field. Like they, they have oh, like a sure. runner. Okay. They have a judo guy. They have a rowing guy. They have two swimmers, uh, and they have a female table tennis player. Uh, Monaco has never won an Olympic medal. So, Monaco, you, if you want to get in on this, Charles Leclerc might be your best shot. At he's a medal right now. yeah, right now <laughs> he's your he's your absolute best shot at winning an Olympic gold medal. You know, and then I think the track has to be near, like, if it's the Tokyo, like, it could be the track they use for the Tokyo Grand Prix. It could 100%. Be a track yeah. Elsewhere the track, in yeah. Japan. But, like, wherever, yeah, I think it's, I think it's geographically speaking, wherever the closest qualifying track is, mm -hmm. uh, FIA qualifying track, it has to, it has to be the closest one to where the Olympic Games are. Yeah. And I think it either has to be like an, a Grand Prix style circuit or a street circuit. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. A street circuit would be sick. Right? Could you imagine? Oh, oh my, my god. God. It would be fucking 
amazing. Yeah, because I don't expect them to build a track for it. Like, I feel like that's weird because they're building all the other shit for it. But like right. a, tr- a street circuit that goes like uh, like through the Olympic Village. They're like, oh, everybody's got to get off the streets for the next two hours. We got to fucking race heat. The next two games are in Paris and Los Angeles. Yo, sick. (laughs) Like, I'm just, I immediately went to Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible Fallout driving the motorcycle through Paris going against traffic. I was like, going like around the the Arc de Triomphe and shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's the real deal. Yeah. This is insane. So, I, I think that's what should happen. I think it would be amazing. Uh, I think it would be really cool just to see drivers on teams that are totally based by their country, their national origin. Yeah, I think that'd be rad. Um, it's interesting to me too because people are like, racing's not a sport. And it's like, they're doing like, like, oh, look, I respect the Olympics, but like the ribbon thing with it's like part of the gymnastics where they wiggle the ribbon around. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, word. And there's a couple other games that I've seen that I'm just like, that seems easy. Like handball. Have you seen them playing handball? I've seen handball. I think it's a cool sport and I'm not knocking it super duper hard, but it's like, if you can't play basketball or soccer or rugby, Mm -hmm. then you're going to play handball. But like, can you, can you imagine Pato Award and Checo? Both racing for Mexico. Yeah, dude. But like, rad. what if what if Alex Palou beats out Fernando Alonso as Whoa. one of the two drivers from Spain? Like, that's what, like because the the countries would have to determine how to pick their drivers. Like, yeah, yeah, they'd have to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. because each country has Olympic qualifying events. You know, so you, you kind of have to warm up and you have to practice getting it because you might also have the Fernando Alonso's of the world that are like I don't fucking feel like right. it but then it. you got like you know Joseph Newgarden and uh, like Jimmy Johnson racing yeah. for the USA like yeah, yeah. the US drivers think- would show up and be like we're so happy to be here they're like get the fuck out <laughs> but like them racing against Lewis Hamilton like I, I genuinely just want I want this to happen because I want it to happen uh, I, I have a, a maybe a foolish question, uh, but a genuine one. Would that be the only summer Olympic sport where you could die? No, I mean, in theory, I mean, in theory, there's a lot of sports where you could die. Like I could imagine, some, you know, I mean, like, I think may, it might be the only one that you could die without somebody being able to say they should have stopped before they got to that point (laughs) i don't know like do you think so like yeah i mean except the bicycle race because like that shit's crazy the bicycle race yeah like die on a bike i I know but like somebody could if somebody had died during that like huge wipeout accident during the tour de france i wouldn't have been surprised I don't know about died. I feel like you could just get hurt pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. But I guess I what I'm know. saying is it's probably the only sport that you could die while, like I said, while competing in a way that's still safe. Uh, I see. I understand your point. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like if, because I feel like, I feel like I, I say Summer Olympics specifically because Winter Olympics, like if you're going down a mountain on skis that fast, oh. like you could, you could fucking die. Oh, yeah. You know totally. what I mean? 
And that's why so, I like the winter games more because the winter games are about speed. Like, yeah, look, a you can swim really mate. fast. That's great, but you're not going sixty fucking miles an hour on a tiny little sled. Like that's yeah, that's balls yeah, out down a mountain. Like yeah, that's terrifying shit, dude. Like when I watch this ski, they're they're going fucking quick. And like yeah. not for nothing, yeah, the swimmers are fast, but it's like you're not like you're not fast, fast. So like you're not you're not moving at an inhuman speed. Right. And that's the thing about that's the thing about that's a great way uh, to put it. Yeah, like it, it, when it comes to like the winter Olympics and you know, the time trials going down mountains and shit, or when it comes to like car racing and stuff, like you were you were moving at a speed that humans are not designed to move at. Right. Uh and and therefore the level of danger immediately starts going up. So uh, my question to you is: Should this be the only Olympic motorsport? Should just be this one race? What do you like? You mean there there should still be like trials and shit, right? I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, you have track and field, and there's a bunch of different track and field events. Like, yeah. I think in addition to whatever this race. We, you know the olympic grand prix or whatever whatever we end up calling it like i think there should be card i think carding should be an olympic sport you know what it's funny you say that because a part of me thinks that the race should be carding well i thought of i also did think about that because mm-hmm. i was like it would be really funny to see like lewis hamilton like juan pablo montoya like all these guys just like yeah, racing dude. each other on like go-karts yo those fucking i was actually looking up because like when i actually when i thought about that i was like how good are like the best go-karts and Mm -hmm. you know the the shifter carts yeah those motherfuckers are fast dude they go like 80 90 miles an hour i feel like again i feel like you're getting in the territory where like throwing lewis hamilton in that car is less safe than putting him in like a gt type car <laughs> you know what i mean like i just i i do feel like at some point you get you're the point where like yeah you have to build up to the to driving a go-kart at 90 miles an hour i mean because like the physics are just, like it's the same but it's just the, yeah the like i would all. i wouldn't buy one like i can't drive that i would I mean. die i would I, die i would die because yeah. i wouldn't be able to help stop myself from just being like like I've driven my CRV. I've gotten it up over 110 miles an hour Badass. on the PA turnpike before, just to see if I could. Good for um, you. It's while quick. my wife was while my wife was asleep. Um, oh shit! <laughs> we were coming back. Good. We were coming back from the drive-in. It was like two o'clock in the morning. There was nobody around. And just I was like, whoop. Yeah, I was like, let's just see. And I just like kept it on there for a full minute and then i was like all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna back off but that's like, fast that's really fast it's real fucking fast <laughs> yes that's real fucking fast man <laughs> when you're going up over 100 miles an hour you suddenly realize like oh shit this is quick yeah but then also things start to slow down and it's yeah it's yeah pretty amazing but anyway but that's why i think like there should be a like an amateur like like an amateur carding event type thing you okay. know what i mean like like you know whatever age group that is that's normally doing like uh like the feeder series and stuff okay so you think there should be two racing events you think there should be karting like pro karting Mm -hmm. and then like pro gt yeah i also think there should be a third racing event whoa uh because like why not have olympic drag racing (laughs) (laughs) i say hard no i say hard no 
drag racing is one of those things where I'm like, this is so dumb that it's kind of awesome. Like I've seen a drag race in person and it is literally the weirdest fucking thing because there's so like strange. so much buildup. Yeah. And then like, it's like over. Four seconds. Like- <laughs> yeah. Just, it's just incredible. Like I, I like drag racing. I will never there's put it. If you called me and you were like, Hey man, we're going to go to this drag strip tonight and watch drag racing and the tickets are $7 and we're going to get drunk. I'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. go do it. Cause we'd have a fucking blast, but I will never ever sit down in my house and watch a full fucking drag race show thing. Because like, a, I have shit to do. And yeah. B, like, I just don't care enough. That being said, I do think that it's incredible that they had to design a car that's so fucking stupid looking. <laughs> because they're like, here's the deal. We made an engine this, this fucking, fucking big. Yep. Yep. And the only way this engine's going to work is if the car is real, real, real long. And the back tires are bigger than you. Like, that's it. That's the only way that this engine will be able to... Fi- and it only works for six seconds. Yeah. Period. That's, yeah. the, that's the length of time. So, like, to a point, it's like, all right, that's kind of... That's fucking rad that you did that. <laughs> it's absurd. Yep. It's but totally like, absurd. Totally absurd. But, like, neat. And I would watch it and be like, whoa. And that would be the end of my but like. I wouldn't want it to be like professional drag racing cars. Like I would basically want like, like I would almost give the teams like a kit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. here's like, here's all the parts that you can use. You have two days <laughs> to build a car. Yo, shit, dude. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you ever watched uh, Late Night Often? It's on ESPN. Yeah, and i love it the uh the red bull soapbox derby challenge oh, dude obviously i love everything so about great. the red bull soapbox derby oh, it's it's just a triumph of human achievement honestly absolutely absolutely those people deserve when they make it to the end and they have a good time i am thrilled yeah i am so much more thrilled about the red bull soapbox derby than i will ever be about professional drag racing <laughs> A hundred. Sorry. All right. All right. So let's say carding, soapbox derby, GT cars. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Nailed it. Awesome. We have to call the Olympic Commission immediately. <laughs> immediately, because then anybody that's like soapbox derby is not a sport. Eat shit. Because curling <laughs> is a is a is a game. There's Olympic curling. Yeah. I'm ninety five percent sure that if you gave me three months of practice, I could be an Olympic curler. I've always said that curling is my best shot at an Olympic medal. Hell yeah, dude. You can like, be a curler. Yeah. You can do it. I'm a bitch ass with a broom. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. All you gotta do is slide a teapot. You just slide a teapot <laughs> into other teapots and you just scrub the ice in its way. And you just oh, scrub man. it right up. Dude, fuck yeah. Dude, so, like, we, we need to make this happen. Uh, I think it's necessary. It's absolutely we necessary. We petitioned for racing to be a part of the next Olympics. They have rock climbing now. They have canoe racing. Like the more they have canoe the racing. List, yeah, the that's more, not a thing. It's hundred percent a thing. That's dumb. 
It's a hundred percent box derby. Look, the the more I think about it and the more I look at the list of sports, it is ridiculous that there is no motor racing at the Olympics. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's so stupid. actually dumb. It's actually dumb. Because like at a certain point, what in the actual fuck are those people for real doing? Like <laughs> like water like the <laughs> This the synchronized swimming I think is a, is cool. I'm not taking anything away, but like an Olympic sport, like you're an Olympian because you can water dance. I don't know, man. That feels a little shifty to me. Like that feels like not as hard as gymnastics. Like gymnastics seems hard. Oh yeah, no gymnastics. There's a Russian dude that was like tore his Achilles tendon, his Achilles tendon three months ago jesus and was competing in the olympics the doctors told him it would take him six months before he could walk on both feet yeah see he's an olympian yeah he's he's not a person and like even (laughs) even like track it's like you see those people run as fast as they can and it's like holy shit like that's incredible but man like i don't want to take away people's life goals or anything but some of that shit's like word, like that's what you do, like that's your that's your game of choice. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So, I don't know. Motorsports needs to be in the Olympics. I think motorsports needs to be in the Olympics. We need to make it happen for the 2024 Paris Games. Yeah, we gotta get started on our soapbox. Yeah, man. Because we'll get in. I'm fucking oh, racist. Forget that episode. Like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, all right. Let's 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 quickly go through the hungry preview because we've spent a lot of time talking. About we did this. spend so much time talking about that, but I'm, um, I'm thrilled about it. Hungary is gonna be a great race. Uh, I'm very much thrilled about Hungary coming up. Uh, it is one of the most technical circuits on the on mm-hmm. the uh, entire schedule. Uh, 4.381 kilometers, 70 lap race. Uh, so a shorter track than we've seen the last couple of weeks, a lot more laps going around. Um, I think because it's such a technical track that kind of ups the um, excitement level a little bit. First Grand Prix, 1986. Uh, the lap record was just set last year. Do you know who? I'm going to guess Lewis. It was Lewis Hamilton uh, at a minute 16.627. Um, it's, uh, I, it's, I love the Hungaro ring. Um, I'm a really big fan of it. How do you feel about this track? I'm down with it. It's not my favorite, uh, but I appreciate the technical challenge of it. I'm looking forward to this race. Last mm-hmm. race before summer break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, tensions Only- are high. Only one DRS zone. Yeah, so it's. I think, you know, it, it just depends on how the cars line up. I feel like last year there wasn't a ton of, like, super exciting passing or anything. It's more of, you know, one of those, like, just you just have to execute every lap perfectly. Yeah, you yeah, know? you have to execute. And that's the thing. Like, I think that that's, that's easier said than done. Uh, oh, totally. Every I, lap is, is definitely difficult. Uh, the majority of the passing is all right there in turn one. Mm-hmm. Um, they come out of that DRS zone. It's a big, hard right turn. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's closer to the Monaco side of the spectrum in terms of like it's a technically challenging track that doesn't always have a ton of passing. 
Yeah. But it's amazing to watch. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not like a, a silver stone where like there's always jockeying back and forth and there's a lot of room to, to do a lot of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so my first question to you mm-hmm. last year at the Hungaro ring, Lewis Hamilton tied like Schumacher's record for the most wins by an F1 driver at a single circuit with eight. Will he break that record this year? I think what we're going to see this weekend um, is... I guess I'm going to answer that question with a question. (laughs) And the question that I answer it with is, does Max show up to this race? Where, where is Max's head Mm -hmm. showing up to this race this weekend? Mm -hmm. Because what we saw in Silverstone, um, for the first half of that lap, we really saw incredible wheel-to-wheel racing. Yep. They were touching. They were bouncing off of each other. They were making really dangerous calls, really jumping through there. Both of them really jockeying for position on that very first lap. Uh, And I almost wonder, does Max say, like, you know what? Maybe I should have just given Lewis that first lap and backed off like what if i did back off and let him go and then caught him later like because i think max's confidence this year so far is that he knows he can catch and pass lewis hamilton Mm -hmm. but you get racy with lewis and that motherfucker's good and Mm -hmm. he's He's real good and he's real good and he he's not going to give up that spot nope and he knows how to not give up the spot even when he doesn't quite have the spot yet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he'll and he'll bump you out. I mean, we've seen him do it to count a, a lot of drivers over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so does Lewis beat that record and get nine wins? I say that that's entirely based on how Max enters this weekend. Because if Max comes in super heated Mm -hmm. or a little bit timid, then absolutely. I think Lewis, I think Lewis is a calmer, cooler head uh, and will prevail. But if Max comes in and like all this shit he's been saying and the stuff we were talking about before, if he comes in and he's like, you know, like I have my job to do. That shit is what it is. I'm going to come in and I'm going to race this race. Then I think Max wins at Hungaro ring. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. This is one of the few times where I will allow your question answer to be a question. And I will just let that stand for now because we'll be making our, our predictions. But I think it's a very good answer. Right on. Right on. Uh, so I'm going to drop back in the grid a little bit for you. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so Hungary, like I said before, uh, super technically difficult. One of the most technically difficult tracks uh, in the schedule. We have three teams 
um, with some more in it. Well, there's, there's plenty of inexperienced drivers, uh, but the three teams that I'm specifically talking about that are close to one another, Alpha Tauri, Aston Martin, and Alpine, you have mm-hmm. Ocon, you have Stroll, you have Sonoda. Yep. Um, but beyond that, obviously you have Haas with two uh, rookies on it. How do you think in this technically difficult track, how do you think the rookies will fare? And of the, not just rookies, but of the more inexperienced drivers, Mm -hmm. who do you think will fare the best for their team? Let's see. That is tough. Because... There's a you're throwing a lot of variables at me, which is totally fair. Um, I totally understand that. I'm trying to look to see if this track is on the F2 circuit. Um, and I can't quite see. Yeah, that's a link to the village, not oh, yeah, like right? It's like Wikipedia is great, but it doesn't always. Um, Let's see. F2. You got to battle it a little sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, all right. The Hungara ring is on the F2 circuit. Um, you know, previous, uh, let's say, I don't know about previous winners, but, oh, that's just only to F2. But it, mm-hmm. it is on the, let's see. Those are lab records. It's not, this is not helping me. Anyway, um, <laughs> basically, some of those, a lot of these guys have raced on at the Hungarian rink before. Mm-hmm. So, but I do think that this is a track that I would guess just based on like the 2020 results um, does favor more experienced drivers, I would say, perhaps. Um, you know, my question to you that was similar is which of the, Aston, Alpatari, or Alpine was going to be ahead in the Constructors' Championship after this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think I'm going to I'm going to give two answers because I think Alonso is going to continue his hot streak. Great. I think Ocon's going to have a good weekend. Huh. Gasly's very excited about this race. I think Gasly's going to look great. Uh, I'm unsure about Yuki at the moment. But I really think that if Aston Martin is going to make a push in the second half of the season, it starts here. Mm. Because Lance Stroll was on the podium. Um, no, he was on the podium. Sorry. He started third. He was fourth. Right. Um, you know, he was almost a minute behind Valtteri Bottas, but still. When you're in the midfield, fourth is fourth is great. Yeah. Um, Sebastian Vettel finished sixth in the Ferrari. Checo finished seventh in the racing point last year. So I, I just I just have a feeling that this is gonna be a good race for both Aston Martin drivers, which we, I don't think we've had so far this season. You're right. You're right. I think it's a great call. Um, I think Aston Martin. Whereas I, I I'm with you, Alpine. Um, I think Alonzo is on a great hot streak. I think yep. he's driving as best as he ever has. Um, I think he's going to keep going. I think Ocon's going to have a good race. 
Uh, Gasly, I think, is going to really surprise a lot of people this weekend. Um, Sonoda, I think uh, this track will eat him up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Stroll has it this year. Uh, he, he's, he turns out good times. He seems to perform well at this track. I hope we see him do well this week. Uh, but I do believe we will see Vettel do well this week. Um, yeah, I think, I think uh, between Aston Martin and Alpine, there's going to be a, a really interesting battle this weekend to see. Because, like, those three teams, you know, Towery, Martin, and Alpine in five, six, and seven, they're entire – they're so close. Yep that it's all about on any given weekend, which team has both drivers do well, because honestly, that's the only thing separating them from McLaren and Ferrari is mm-hmm. every week. McLaren and Ferrari are points. Doing pretty well. They're getting points. You know what I mean? They're getting up there. Maybe not great. Like Ricardo hasn't been great. Ferrari has Ferrari problems. Um, but every week they're, they're actively up there fighting. You know, Alpha Towery, Sonoda might finish fucking 18th because he's Sonoda and, and just not getting a hold of mm-hmm. it. You know, Vettel and Stroll both have their difficulties on any given. O'Connell be in 14th because he just can't seem to figure out the car that week. Uh, so it's all about with those with those three teams, it's all about which two drivers both finish strong and finish well. Mm-hmm. If you uh, were going to draft, like if we were doing like a fantasy draft, let's say. Yeah. Of those three teams. And you had to pick, you had to get both drivers. So you can mix and match. Who would you, if you had first pick, who would you draft out of the, in that midfield? I have to pick a team and I'm getting both drivers out of the team. Yeah. You can't mix and match because then it's like, well, obviously you pick <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and Gasly. You know what I mean? Um, like, what, what team do you think is basically like, what two driver, what team do you think has the strongest drivers? Like, putting aside right, whatever. Right now, today, I would say, I would say Alpine. Yeah, if I, if I'm going, to, if I'm only looking at 2021 results, I have mm-hmm. to pick Alpine. Yeah, but I really like I want to pick Aston Martin, and I really want to know. Like we might not know until Drivers Survive Season Four what the hell happened to Lance Stroll this year because he just yeah. like he's been quietly doing badly. You know, like sometimes we talk about drivers who are like quietly doing well, and like right. he's right. not doing horribly, but like he it's a I don't know if it's just the car or something else is going on, but it's just, it feels like he's taking a step backward from where he was last year. I, a big uh, way. yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I don't know exactly what or why that's happening. Um, like, do you know what his highest place finish is this year? I mean, if I had to guess, I would say like eighth. Yeah. He's finished eighth uh, in four races so far this year. Yeah. Like, but he's not been higher than eight. Yeah. And just, he had two podiums just, last season. Yeah, he's just not competitive. He's just, yeah. And it's not the car. I mean, Vettel is mm-hmm. doing pretty good in that car for being Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. He's uh he's he's working it out. So I don't know, man. Yeah, that's something's, it's something's, interesting. Something's, something's up. Something's up. Something's definitely up. Uh, so my next question to you, because both of the both of this team's drivers had a terrible experience on Sunday. One of them also had a terrible experience on Saturday. 
mm-hmm. uh, last week, which I, as we've established on previous episodes, just means the last race. Will Red Bull make a comeback? Do they turn around whatever momentum they feel like they lost at Silverstone? Um, I'm going to wait. My, my answer, yes. Short answer, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're going to get into all of our podium shit, but uh, short answer, I think, is, is absolutely yes. Um, they're just... They have to. They, they have no choice. It's not even that they have to. Like, you look at most drivers when it comes to, you know, the, the hard times, and some of them crumble. Some of them just can't fucking get it together. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we saw it with the Ferrari guys last year. They just, the car was bad and they just kept getting worse and worse and worse. We saw it with, with you know, a lot of the second drivers for Red Bull in the past. Yeah. Um, sometimes you see it with Valtteri Bottas where it's just like, you know, these guys, they, they just can't quite get it. And instead of persevering, it just makes them worse. But I don't think Max and Checo are those people. I think that uh, Max and Checo are the kind of guys that are, are, they're very, you know, tub thumpers, you know, they get knocked down they get back up again. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's the job, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I haven't watched it recently, but for some reason, Mission Impossible Fallout, Fallout is again on my mind. Oh, uh, so good. Where she's like, so, "That's the job." Yeah, yeah. Like that's it. This is what you do. That's the point of all of this. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fallout rocks, dude. So good. So good. Uh, all right. Your next question. Um. Do we see a red flag in this race? I feel like no. I feel like we've had clean races here in the past. Mm-hmm. Like the only person who didn't finish last time uh, was Gasly with a gearbox issue. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think we'll see a red flag. Yeah, I, uh, I'm in agreement. I don't think we'll see a red flag either. Um, that was uh, all the questions I had for you, though. So if yeah, you have I, any more... I I just have my last question, your favorite question. <sighs> who Ian? Who is your driver to watch this weekend? Yes, <laughs> my driver to watch, uh, which I already named him. Um, I feel like I feel like we're gonna get a good surprise out of him this weekend uh i don't think it'll be a podium but i think it'll be pretty damn impressive and i think uh i i think it's a good time this season for pierre gasly to really shine yeah Uh, i think that's he loves this track he's super excited about this track he's been excited about this track all season uh i think that alpha tower is a a very competitive car especially Mm -hmm. with him driving it um, yeah, I, I have to say that, uh, Pierre Gasly is my driver to watch for this week. Yeah. I, I mean, this is the obvious answer. 
I'm sorry for being basic about this, but I have to pick Max Verstappen because I just, I'm so curious as to, like you said it perfectly before, I'm so curious about what Max Verstappen shows up on every single day of this race weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Uh, I, I specifically didn't say that because I knew that yours was going to be Max. Yeah, if you had uh, said Max, though, I probably would have said Gasly. So, you know, we're, fair, we're, but we're like, very much on the same page here. But, you're, but I think you're totally right. I think Max, uh, yeah, who, who shows up? Mm-hmm. Which Max Verstappen shows up? Because, I mean, you want to talk about the mark of a champion. If he shows up this weekend and is calm, cool, and collected and fucking gets, out, gets in that car and races the shit out of it and has a great weekend, then, like, we're looking at the next, you know, multiple world champion. Yeah. And that's just how it is. There's just no way around it. Um. And that's, you know, uh, but we got to see who shows up. We got to see where his head's at when he gets there and what kind of, uh, what kind of battle he takes to Hamilton and, and vice versa. Cause like the, cause the other question to that is like the, the variable to that is does Lewis push him? Because mm-hmm. Lewis wants to win all this bullshit doesn't mean anything to him. And if he knows that Max is a little shaken and he can get inside of him and Max will back off and, and because he doesn't want to drill the wall at 50 G's again. And then fucking Lewis is going to be like, yeah, eat shit. I'm going to stick my nose on the inside of your wheel every time. Yep. I, I totally agree. I don't think that Lewis is wrong for doing so, just to Hell be no. clear. Because Max a, would do the same thing. Yeah. You know, he's trying the, to win a race. He's trying to win a championship. That's yeah. his job. Yep. That's what he does. He wins fucking championships. And if he does it by, you know, I mean, people made fun of Muhammad Ali when he hardly threw a punch against uh, George Foreman for seven rounds because his game plan going in was, I'm just going to tire this big guy out. And he just leaned against the ropes and kept his head up and moved his head around and people booed him for fucking 25 straight minutes. And then he saw Foreman come out of the corner and he couldn't lift his arms up and he unloaded on him and he was like, see motherfuckers, that's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's great. All right, I'm going to lead off our predictions because I feel like I'm going to drop a potential shocker here. Pole position. Pole position. For Sunday's race. Yes. I'm going to go and predict Charles Leclerc. Whoa. Whoa. I love that. I love it. I love. I figured you. I figured you would. Oh. And I just, I just feel like there's so much Max Lewis stuff going on that I feel like somehow Charles is going to get out there, do a blistering fucking lap, and be like, "What now? Yeah, what now? Yeah." Well, y'all are back there in a tizzy. Yeah. Oh shit! I love how much I feel like as much as I'm like the the Charles and Ferrari fan. I feel like you've given them more credit for shit that they're gonna do, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like you picked them, we did it. I get so excited. Uh, I feel like, in part, I, I will say it's a little influenced because I was kept going back and forth between Max and Lewis, and I was like, no, I can't pick either of them. It has to be somebody else. Yeah. And I was like, you know what's gonna make Ian really pumped if I say Charles Leclerc right now? Yeah, fuck yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> So yeah. that, that's part of it. I'm going to, I'm going to admit that, but I, I also think it could happen. He's been qualifying like a beast. Sick. Sick. 
You're right. I mean, he's he's the best single lap driver, I think, on the grid right now. Um, I think it's a fair assessment. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the only reason we're not talking all the time about how good Ferrari is this year is because McLaren is just that is just that much better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if, well, if I will say, I don't think McLaren is that much better. I think Lando is just having a banner year. Right. But that, that's what I mean. Like, I, I think the story is McLaren and Lando. Yeah. But I don't think I, I think if if Lando wasn't doing as well, it would be like, oh, Ferrari's like solidly in third. Like they're gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for sure. Uh I'm on the same boat as you, but in a different direction. Uh, where I think there's gonna be so much hubbub between uh the two championship contenders that I believe that the pole position is gonna go to Sergio Perez. Whoa. I think Checo sneaks in and gets the pole. That would be cool. I'd yeah. be down with that. Who's your fastest lap? See, I go out on the limb and then I gotta I gotta reel it back in. Uh fastest lap is gonna be Lewis. Lewis? Yeah. Ah, I say it's his teammate Valtteri Bottas. That would be great. I don't think Bottas has had a fastest lap. I don't believe so. This, this season. He's yeah, but uh, Checo went and stole it last week, and I think uh, Bottas is gonna snatch her up. Still back? Yeah, that's that's fair. That's why I kind of picked Lewis because, like, uh, I feel like Max. Well, we'll we'll get there. Um, driver of the day, I'm gonna say Max Verstappen. I feel like you know, whenever you're playing injured, you're gonna get a well of support. I feel like there's a lot of Max fans out there. I feel like unless he DNFs early in the race, he's gonna get driver of the day pretty easily. Yeah. I uh, I'm in the same boat. I think Max yeah. is going to be driver of the day. All right, so my podium. Yes, Max Verstappen. Uh huh. Winning this race. Uh huh. I have to. Mm-hmm. I just have to go with my heart, my gut, my brain. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis Hamilton. About seven seconds back. Uh, second on the podium. Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte Claire. I uh, am Checo's in fourth, by the way, in this uh, in this scenario. scenario. I hear you. I hear you. I am almost with you. I am almost with you. All right. Uh, Max Verstappen's going to win the race. Mm -hmm. In second place, it's going to be Charlotte Claire. Whoa! And. Winning the bronze medal is going to be Pierre Gasly. Whoa. Whoa. And here's Dude, why. You are blowing my mind right now, and I love it. Here's why. I don't think Lewis Hamilton finishes the race. Is that your wild card? That's my wild card. Shit. Lewis Hamilton does not finish the race. Do you think it's a... Max gets a little little wheel to wheel in there, or is it like a Mercedes has a weird technical issue where they can't get his tire off? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's a battle with Max that does it. Right. Because the irony of them, the fans going... of the sport will rip themselves apart. Oh my God. They'll just. <laughs> Everybody just starts vomiting fury. Like yeah. it's just it's just rage puke everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh I I think that the real yeah, that's the real shit, man. 
I, it'll be something that Max does and it'll take Lewis out. And then all this illegal shit that Red Bull's going after Mercedes for, Mercedes is going to be like, oh, yeah, countersuit, motherfucker. You owe us a car, too. And uh, I think it's going to distract them. I think it's going to distract them a lot. Yeah. No, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, I think that's a very interesting scenario. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do. I, I, I'm wild just going card, uh, Lewis Hamilton does not finish the race. My, my wild card is just Ferrari podium. I'm going to take the, yeah, the easy one. Um, but yeah, man, I'm so excited for this whole race weekend. Uh, I just yeah. feel like I've been thinking about racing nonstop since the last time we recorded last week. Yeah. Uh, I'm super pumped for this. Uh, do you want to take us out? Uh, yeah, I would love to. Uh, I'm also very, very pumped for this. Uh, and if you're pumped, you can check out whatever nonsense we have to share uh, on Instagram and Twitter at F1 number one pod. Um, or you can email us if you're old school like that at F one O N E at gmail.com. Uh, as always, we are part of the movie John podcast network. You can yeah. hop on their Patreon and you can get a whole bunch of cool shit. Um, Very low is five bucks a month. Uh, you get a subscription to the zine uh, that's filled with a lot of wonderful things on there. Um, you just wrote uh, a pretty great article about uh, Grand Prix, the movie Grand Prix. Yeah, that'll be in the print zine, uh, which yeah. I just saw the cover of. Uh, and I will give you a sneak preview if I can pull it up real quick. Ooh, you're going to pull it up? Uh, that's going to be yeah. the shit. Yeah. Um, oh, I got to turn off my virtual background this is so exciting for all the people listening yeah would you guys see this cover because our artist hugo marmugi he does all the cover art he is an incredible artist he's amazing Uh, that dude's amazing this is the cover oh shit that's cool oh it's cool yeah i'm in i'm in what a great uh it's so good yeah and he he picks the movie that's on the cover which i won't name here because we haven't done the official cover reveal yet yeah, uh, I love that movie. It's, love that movie. I haven't, I haven't seen that movie. I need to watch it. It's bitching. What? I wrote, I, wrote yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, but I wrote all about the movie Grand Prix from 1966, John Frankenheimer's movie. And I, I, all, I wrote about how, basically how Formula One is modern art. Filmmaking is modern art. This movie puts them together. And yes. why I love that so much, and why exactly. the racing sequences are just fucking incredible. Um, yeah. So that that'll I, uh, be coming out later in August. I absolutely can't wait to read that article and the others uh, in the zine in August. Uh, but Movie John Podcast also has just a, a shit ton of great podcasts you can listen to. Uh, check them out on Instagram at uh, what is it uh, MJ Pod Network, I think, yeah. on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and you'll get links to, they'll have, you know, they push everything that they play on mm-hmm. there. And yeah, all the, nine or eight or 10 of our podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's yeah. great ones. Just super, super, super fun content from really great people. So that being said, my friend, Ryan, I can't wait for Hungaro Ring. F yeah. F yeah, F one. There it is. 